You're listening to the Bear in Mind podcast, episode number 36. A podcast uncovering identity, color, and love. Where driving yourself crazy is totally sane and curable. Now your host, T. Vias. Nobody's trying to manipulate you. Did you know that? I thought I'd ripped that band-aid off right from the beginning. And it's one of the rules of manipulation. And what's kind of funny about trying to prevent yourself from being manipulated is that you actually have to understand how it works and really kind of get into the mechanics of it so that you won't be manipulated in the future. So today I'm going to talk through the rules of manipulation, how I understand it and how it's helped me be not manipulated so often. So back to the first rule. Nobody is manipulating you. You you are actually manipulating yourself. You're allowing the manipulation to happen. And in this instance, I won't be talking about physical coercion or physical violence that's used in trying to manipulate people. And I'm going to talk more about the emotional manipulation. So when this happens, it actually is you are allowing it to happen. Now, you might not be conscious of the fact that you're choosing to be manipulated. And that's kind of why it works, because we're not conscious of it. It happens at a very unconscious level. So even though that might not be the best news to hear is that you're allowing it to happen to yourself, there's actually the, it's actually also the best news because you have the power to stop it. There is nothing that you need to do with the person who is trying to manipulate you. You don't have to change them. You don't have to set up a situation so that they don't manipulate you. You don't even have to be concerned about how the manipulator operates. Because when we kind of focus on the manipulator and try to figure out their tactics, it's too much. It, It won't really help prevent you from being manipulated. The best tool that I have found for myself is knowing myself Because what ended up happening is that I was trying to focus on different tactics of manipulation, and then I would still be manipulated. It would still happen at this very unconscious level. And that brings me to the second rule. In manipulation, there is always a gain and a loss. And that means there's a gain and a loss for the person trying to manipulate you. So the gain for a manipulator is that they're trying to get you to do something or think a certain way, or anything. They're trying to get you to do something. And if you don't do what they want, there's a loss. There's kind of this punishment or something that follows. So the manipulator is approaching the situation probably unconsciously that way instead of probably coming out and and asking for what they want and understanding that if somebody says no to them, that that's life, that happens. And then what happens on our end is the same thing. And that's why it doesn't pay to spend so much time looking at manipulators' tactics because we ourselves are also viewing our relationship with the manipulator from a gain and loss perspective. So we may think if we don't do this for our friend, if we don't help out our friend in this way, that we'll lose the friendship. And if we do this for our friend, we think, oh, well, then... 
the other person will be our, maybe our best friend or will like us more. And that's how we allow the manipulation to happen to us because we are also having that same perspective as a manipulator. I would say more a similar perspective as the manipulator because we tend to see that our actions are related to a gain and a loss, especially in relationships. So understanding where you have this belief system in your relationships um, between like gain and loss, and you can also look at it as expectations in a relationship and punishment in a relationship is where you kind of have that belief system like, oh, well, if I if I say no to this, I know that I'll face a consequence. Maybe this person won't call me up or ask me to hang out. And that brings me to the third rule of manipulation is that it plays on our deepest desires and our deepest fears. And this is going to be different for everyone. And that's why different manipulative tactics work on on different people. And knowing your deepest desires and your fears or your worries in your life is going to prevent the manipulation from occurring in your life. And most of us have very similar desires in the human experience. Maybe we want a committed relationship. We want money. We want power. We want a great job. We want happiness. We want great physical health, great emotional health. It could be even just wanting higher self-esteem and acceptance and belonging. And on the flip side is our fear. Maybe we fear losing money or, or losing our power and position or losing the job or losing a relationship. And since when we're manipulated, it happens at an unconscious level. And to kind of bring up our desires and fears so that we know them is going to really help prevent manipulation in the future. So to kind of help bring it up to your consciousness, one of the things you can do is think of a time in your life where you've had a life-changing event or a big transition. A transition can even be changing schools, moving to another city, changing jobs, having a baby, getting married, all of those kind of big transitions that we have in life, that'll bring up some of your deepest desires and fears. And when I look back on some of my life-changing events, I've moved around quite a bit and each move has been a transition for me. And those periods where I moved to a new place, a new city, it played on my deepest desires because I wanted so badly friendship and and not to feel alone and community is that oftentimes I would do things for acquaintances that I was no in the acquaintances that I had met and then in hopes of it turning into friendship. So I would kind of always do things for people that I had just met and I would kind of go above and beyond and not do things maybe that I really wanted to do in hopes that I would gain a friend, a really good friend. So kind of these transitions in your life can bring up your deepest desires and your fears. And that's a way to kind of reflect back and see if if that helps bring up 
your your deepest desires. Another way is I have an exercise in episode number 26. It's called Finding Yourself, and it's an exercise to help bring out your desires if you're if you're kind of not seeing it when you look back at some of the transitions you've had in your life. So these three rules of manipulation help change my perspective of it. Number one is really taking back your power that you're allowing that manipulation. So you have that power to stop it. It is an amazing thing when you realize you can control it and do something about it. That is is really powerful. And the second part is understanding where we see things in our life as a gain and loss. It could be in friendships. It could be in romantic relationships. It could be in our jobs where we think, well, if we do this, then we'll gain this. Or if we work so many hours, we'll get that promotion. Like how we look at things like that as a gain and loss in our own lives will definitely help prevent us from maybe even attracting people who tend to use manipulative strategies to get what they want. And then the last rule, really understanding your deepest desires and fears. And that isn't only going to help prevent manipulation, it's going to help you in your life by having a deeper understanding of yourself and then knowing where to put your energy and time into that. So it, it, it pays back tenfold to understand some of those deep desires, kind of get them out of the closet and dust them off and bring the unconscious to your conscious. It re- really help you more than in just manipulation. It'll help you throughout your whole life. And I'm going to wrap it up with a quote from a book on manipulation, Who's Pulling Your Strings? by Harriet B. Breaker, Ph.D. And she writes, Manipulation, simply stated, is much like a magic trick. If you take the time to learn how manipulation works, it is less likely that you will be caught off guard when confronted with it because you will know what to look for. The mystery will be gone. I'll check back with you next week. Thanks for listening. Listen for a new episode next Tuesday by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Bye for now.